Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 53 of The Cheerful Cynics with me, Gaia, and Otter impersonator, Pooch. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to get in contact or if you have any questions, you can email us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics Podcast. How's it going, Pooch? Good. Aliens. A- aliens? Are you aware? They're here. They're here. They, they must be here, right? Well, I don't think we were alone, that's for sure. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. But have you seen what's happened in the papers recently? Have you read uh, the New York Times last month? No. It's all about aliens and things are coming out from the Pentagon and from other people that apparently know stuff. Wait, this was in the New York Times? In the New York Times. Wow, okay. They're they're talking about one of their um, UFO programs, which is what they quite classically called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, it's so difficult to say that nobody can Google it. No one's going to remember that. And yeah. it just stays under the radar, right? Wow. So the Pentagon's been busy then recently. Came out with this. Yeah, they came out with this. It's crazy. And one of the things that they said, right? So one of the form- former officials called Eric Davies told the Times, the New York Times, that he had briefed the Department of Defense on the retrieval of off-world vehicles and not made on Earth. So they've just admitted that all of the shit from the past, all these conspiracy theories are true. They're actually looking at UFOs and collecting stuff. How weird is that, right? You've got an official government body saying, actually, we've got something not made on this planet. What? That's so crazy that they actually said something about it. Because they just denied it so heavily in the past for, for decades. And now suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're totally around. Yeah, it's totally fine. Go on, off-world vehicle. But what do you think an off-world vehicle could be? Like, even if you take the most the most boring literal interpretation of that, yeah. what would you say that could be? Some kind of crazy SUV. You know how they're like off-road, but this is off-world. Right, so even though this is the most boring <laughs> version of that interpretation, it's still mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah. What they find? Well, they've not said. They've not said. Oh, so I know, on. they've got us... This is the worst hangover... Not hangover... This is the worst cliffhanger of all time um, because they've just said, oh, we've got something. Are you serious? That was it. That was dangling, dangling this little piece of fruit. (laughs) But considering what they were saying before, you know, before this, they were like, oh, none of this exists. We don't even have a UFO program. Yeah, exactly. And one of the people that worked at the Pentagon said that these items uh, could not be made by ourselves. So it couldn't be made on Earth. Wow. Big words. Right. And it, I mean, even the most boring interpretation of that, it's not going to be a rock, is it? It's not going to be, oh, I've got an asteroid. This is so insane. So they've, after all of this denial, finally said that they've actually been working on it. And then for them to say, oh, and also we found stuff as well. Things that are not made on this planet. Yeah. And it must be the, the well, I guess flying saucers or whatever it could be. Yeah. But something, they've got something. Oh, I really want to know what it is. What is it? I just want to know what it is. But they've also said that... Uh, we have things flying over our military bases and places where we are conducting military exercises and we don't know what it is. What? And it's definitely not from a different country or something. Or they just, they're just not aware of technology or something like that. Yeah, well, they've already said, um, if it's the Russians or the Chinese, we're screwed. <laughs> because <laughs> if they've got this sort of technology that can do this sort of stuff, we are completely screwed. Yeah. But in the best case scenario, it's not them. But that means, best case scenario, it's aliens. Is that the best case scenario? Because I feel like we'd definitely be screwed if aliens were just like, right, you are now our slaves. Because, you know, that's what humans would do if they went on to another planet and they found beings. Yeah, how do we exploit these people? What do you think? What do you think is out there? 
I mean, for us to just say, oh, we're the only living beings in the entire universe, I just feel like, that's, you know, probability is not really going to be true. I mean, what the hell else is out there? There must be stuff, right? So it's me too, I'm convinced there's something out there. The galaxy is yeah. huge. The universe is even bigger. Yeah. That's from what I hear. I'm, I'm no expert. <laughs> but I hear it's pretty large. So the Pentagon has said, yeah, we've got something from off-world sources. But the, what makes it even more interesting is that they've released some videos. Oh, Have you okay. seen any videos? No. Oh. So these videos are really quite interesting. So it's not just like your normal, oh, I've got my mobile phone and I've taken a really pixelated image of something that looks like a fly. These are um, images from fighter pilots and fighter jets. Oh. And you know how they've got their highly powered cameras that are on those things they're meant to lock in on targets they're meant to find what's going on around them infrared it's got the mm -hmm. heat signatures and all that stuff these things are locking on to whatever these flying things are and they still don't know what it is like it's Whoa. because there's so much apparatus pointing at this magical flying object you know that it's not just a blip so these pilots are flying next to it yeah one of the pilots was asked to chase it really and there's a video yeah. of it yeah you can hear the shock in the um the pilot's voice saying what the hell is Whoa. that you know you just hear them really excited like what the hell are cool. we locking onto? and they try and keep up with it and they just can't keep up with it you know and they were saying there's a whole fleet of these things which they didn't pick up on their um their cameras but they're, they're focused on the one there's Whoa. one that they they could focus on and it's just crazy Okay, there are aliens out there, but I wonder if they're looking at us and watching this whole COVID thing unfold and they're just like these noobs. What are they doing? <laughs> Do you think they're here to save us? They must be here to save us, right? They're, they're here to laugh. <laughs> Bow down to us, <laughs> the greater oh, beings. <laughs> it's crazy. So the videos are definitely worth a watch um, because you've got all this high-tech equipment locking onto things that yeah. aren't human-made. So that's it's terrifying, that's right? That's crazy. Do you think that if there was something out there and we knew about it that this is what the pen pentagon would be doing to try and slowly get the message out there i guess eventually they would have to right before before the humans notice that there are aliens around us imagine if there were aliens around us and people realized and then they looked at the pentagon and they were like so you're telling me you weren't researching this you're telling me you didn't know <laughs> yeah all this time <laughs> this all whole this time? time what the fuck were you guys doing <laughs> denying it <laughs> So maybe this is their, okay, now we need to get ahead of the curve, people. <laughs> yeah, this is our cover story. This is our cover <laughs> we story. We before you did, like three weeks yeah. later. <laughs> There's aliens everywhere. <laughs> How is this not bigger news though, Pooge? It's weird, right? I, I guess it's just not that interesting when you've got a global pandemic. It's not that interesting that there are fucking aliens around here. <laughs> I guess now is the best time to bury some weird news. Like, you know, true. we've got to go public with this. What? When should we do it? Let's do it when everyone's stuck at home and just... People are too busy worrying about the American elections, the COVID. Yeah, forget the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> if the aliens can't save us, nobody can. Nobody can. Oh, right. man, we're screwed. Can't even save ourselves, let alone aliens. <laughs> Have you heard of a guy called Bob Lazar? No. So this guy, right? This guy is the man, right? Okay. <laughs> so... You've heard of Area 51, right? Yes. So the reason why you've heard of Area 51 is because of this guy. Oh, right. So, okay. So Bob Lazar initially worked at a place called Los Alamos in the States somewhere, you know, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> you know, us and our geography, geography. is not, not our strong point, but it's somewhere on planet Earth. And he was, he was working. That's the same place where they um, created the atomic bomb. 
and it was developed and they first tested it around oh, okay there. i mean yeah. this this guy is serious he's a proper physicist yeah he became quite well known in the area los animus just for being just a bit out there you know put like a massive jet powered engine onto his little honda hmm. <laughs> he knows how propulsion systems work <laughs> okay yes <laughs> so he was offered a job at area 51 so he was approached by some really shady people i imagine and said would you like to would you like to have a job like the men in black yeah <laughs> pretty much and this is back in the 80s so they didn't have the black suits and the sharp sunglasses or anything like that oh, this okay. is all like oh you know come work for us and we um, you'll be working at a place called Area 51 or whatever it was. Like, he was asked to work on a propulsion system. So mm-hmm. allegedly, according to him, his job while he was at Area 51 was to figure out how this particular engine worked. Um, allegedly, it ran on something called Element 115, which in the 80s didn't even exist on Earth. Well, the humans hadn't even synthesized it until 2005. What? But back in the 80s, he was like, yeah, I'm working on this thing called... Uh, Element 115. Anyone heard of it? Nope. Oh, that's crazy. Right? What? This is crazy. He describes what he has seen. So like, he's, he's become quite well known recently because there's a documentary on him on uh, Netflix and he's done a couple of podcasts. But he describes what he saw while he was there. And one of the most interesting things that he saw, because one day, like, so they're all very compartmentalized. So he's not allowed to talk to anybody else that works there. He's not allowed to go anywhere where he's not supposed to be. Need to know basis. Need to know basis. Nothing about the aliens. One day he goes there and all these hangar doors are open. You know hangar doors where they like store planes and things like that? Yeah. These were yeah. all open. So he could see through all the hangars in one go. And he goes there about eight or nine off-world vehicles there. Who the fuck leaves the door open? Right. Who leaves it open? I mean, you, you've got to be fired after that, man. You can't just leave the fucking doors open and anyone, any old person working in the area just walking around and looking at shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess th- they are still in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you got to get a plane to get there. <laughs> but yeah, so all these things are open. The cleaner's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't have cleaners, just really dusty. <laughs> I think I've been trained to kind of obviously be sceptical. We are the cynics after all. Yes. Um, so I wonder obviously how much of this is legit and he wasn't being trolled by, you know, somebody said this, somebody said that. But that's crazy if it is true. Do you, do you think they were ever able to kind of control these vehicles or fly them or test them or anything? Well, thanks to our good old buddy Bob Lazar, right? So he yeah. um, was getting a bit paranoid that the military were after him because they had been listening to his phone calls that he was making. They'd been tracking him. Oops. Because I imagine that's what they do with all their people. Yeah. And he was get, yeah, exactly. he'd noticed people outside of his house and things like that and thought, I think oh, they're going to come after me. I think they're going to kill me, most probably. So he had to tell his friends, he goes, you know how I said I kind of work with, uh, you know, in a glue factory or whatever he told them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't work in a glue factory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He told his friends where he worked and he told them that his whole story from start to finish goes, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm working on. And this is a technology I've seen. And all his friends were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't believe you. He goes, fine. Yeah, exactly. Come to my house on Wednesday. And on Wednesday... What the military used to do was take these uh, vehicles out and give them a little test drive. Okay. Specifically on a Wednesday, because they realized that that was when the traffic was the lowest around the area and fewest people would see these things. So he took his friends and he goes, I've got the schedule for the next couple of weeks of when they're doing these tests. Let's go out there on a Wednesday. I'll show you. So he took his friends there. And uh, I think it's a place called Papoose Lake. 
took his friends there and they looked at these they saw these things fly flying around like lunatics and then they would come back to earth and land well when i say earth you know they, they came back to land so then um because they had the schedule for a couple of couple more weeks it's like yeah let's come back again next week and then they went back again the following week took cameras out and they started filming this stuff and then they went back in like a little camper van and they started <laughs> having a little barbecue while they're watching this stuff and then they eventually got caught by the military i was gonna say because he's being tailed surely so they would know that he's doing this every wednesday exactly. it's, it's, who's that having a barbecue on the edge of area 51 <laughs> damn and then he eventually got caught and then he thought the best thing to do was just go to the media because as soon as he's in the, in the limelight, he'd be protected. Unless he, there would be like a smear campaign and everyone would just say he's crazy. Which is what happened. Which they normally do, don't they? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm not surprised because they normally do that. So he went to MIT. They got rid of that. They got rid of all the certificates. They got rid of all... Um, oh, my God. Well, all records of him being there. This is total cancel culture. He, they just cancelled him. Yeah, right? It's just mad. So they, they've erased everything that he's ever done. And apparently, oh according to... Um, kind of records he doesn't even he never worked he never went to university he never did this never did that and he's just been completely dis- discredited but the pentagon wow. is coming out and saying oh look at these videos of these vehicles that we've never seen before and he's, <laughs> he's being vindicated over all these years <laughs> you fucked up his life <laughs> absolutely ruined his life how crazy is that what a weird story right i just can't i've never thought that they would come out and just say that oh yeah no we have been researching this and oh by the way yeah we do have a couple and yeah we do know what they look like yeah right it's it's funny because i do believe that there are other living beings out there because there's no way like i said there's no way we're the only living things in the universe if the pentagon are like they're on earth or they've been to earth at some point that's crazy man right what would you do and the day they announce it you, you turn on bbc news in the morning they're like aliens are here what do you do what do you do i don't What's know the next step? i don't know what an alien looks like what does the alien look like you know in the movies they do morph into people oh that's a good point yeah like weird shit yeah who knows it does put life into a bit of perspective though doesn't it <laughs> oh how weird is that man shall we do some emails pooge oh yeah let's do that because i thought we'd get some emails and it's probably about time we started reading them out <laughs> <We could> do... <laughs> instead of them going into the junk mail <laughs> hey we don't do that <laughs> just slow at replying so it's probably better to, <laughs> to read them here um first email pooge and you haven't seen these so i've yeah. just selected some hi pooge and gaia hello hi hi long time listener here from virginia can you believe it pooge Virginia. Um, I listen to your podcast while commuting and have binged a few episodes on long drives in the past. What I'd like to know is what made you come up with the idea of doing a podcast and is it how you imagined it to be? It's a good question. Keep the podcast coming. I love listening to the wonderful British accent. Basra. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. what. How did we start this? <laughs> how did we start this? So, so we were having lunch. So Pooja and I worked not too far away from each other, maybe about a 10 minute walk from each other. So we'd meet up for lunch, uh, maybe meet up for dinner, have a few drinks, that kind of stuff. And I, I don't know what we were doing, but at one lunchtime, we were like, we are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we were so uh, delusional. <laughs> Fucking delusional. We're not that funny people, but I don't know. We thought we were funny and then we were like, maybe we should make a podcast because if nobody listens, at least we're having a good time. We're talking to each other. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for us, it, was, it wasn't necessarily a change of what we say or what we talk about. It's just recording it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'd meet We up. say the same shit offline and on the podcast. So yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more swearing offline. 
That's true. <laughs> I'm holding back, everyone. No, you don't. Not at all. <laughs> so yeah, I think we we just thought, well, why why don't we just record it? See what happens. Yeah, you know, see what happens. Yeah. And it's been pretty good so far, actually. Yeah, it's been uh, nice. I feel like we're a bit of a mess, though, but that's just generally who we are anyway. I don't think we'll ever be one of those like super polished podcasts. No, no. That have high production quality. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, we're artists, not printers. Do you know what I mean? That's a big difference. <laughs> I like that, Pooch. <laughs> um, also, Basra asks, is it how you imagined it to be? Uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> <It's> really? <surprising. laughs> yeah, I thought it would be um, a bit of structured chaos. Uh yeah. A lot of fun and yeah. a few audio problems. It's pretty much exactly how I imagined it. I kind of underestimated the amount of technical issues that can happen. So uh, there's been, oh, yeah. you know, crappy mics in the past. We've had the software that we record on has like crapped out on us. We've had to record an episode again because we've lost some data. Like, you know, it's I think everyone goes through it, but it's it's not it's never something that you can fully understand unless you do it. Until you just, yeah, but that's the Until best thing, it, isn't it? Fuck it's, it up. <laughs> there's something um, exciting about being a beginner. Yeah. Right. It's just starting again. Even though we've been doing it for a year, I still think we're we're still beginners, I feel. Yeah. It's quite nice. I like that. There's always something to learn, right? Yeah. I think if we if we do this for another couple of years, we'll still be noobs. So don't expect anything more from us people. <laughs> yeah. This might be as good as the editing gets. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be realistic. Thank you, Basra. Another email, dear Mr. Pooge and Madame Gaia. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I feel special. (laughs) Your podcast is so funny and it puts a smile on my face. Um, I've caught myself dancing to the intro, outro music when it comes on. Do you do that too? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I find that we we replicate it. And it's it's the sort of music that it's impossible to replicate with your face it's not possible right but we try you need like 17 octaves you need (laughs) reverb (laughs) you need a synthesizer i don't know you can't do it and hope you are both well during covid19 chaos keep it up can't wait for more episodes all the best Raphael from toronto Raphael. oh my god cool i like that name i like all these names it's good Can names. you believe that people listen to us and they're outside of the UK? <laughs> I can't believe people listen to us, Guy. That that's, is the. <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> Me neither. Thanks everyone for emailing us. But remember, you can find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics Podcast or get in touch by emailing us at the Cheerful Cynics at gmail.com. Send us an email. We will read it out on the podcast and we'll answer your question. Have a good week wherever you are. Speak to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.